again, everyone. Welcome to the Red and White Authority. This is episode 149. Our guest is Philip Gardina, uh, the Red Wing sniper. But before we get to Philip, I want to remind everyone that the Red and White Authority is brought to you by Labatt Blue. Whether it's winter, spring, summer, or fall, it's always a good time after a long, hard days of work to just cozy up with a nice Labatt Blue. But we do ask that you drink our premium beer responsibly. It is, after all, the official Canadian beer of the Detroit Red Wings. And let's bring in Philip Zadina, no stranger uh, to the podcast. Uh, Phil, how are you? How are you holding up uh, during this uh, pandemic? I'm uh, feeling really good, I would say, but it's kind of boring without hockey, without the games in, uh, in, in LCA, for sure. So it's kind of boring, but, you know, glad to be home with my family. Now, if the Red Wings, if the season would have been completed, you would have, would you have been able to come back and play the last 11 games, or were you still on the mend? No, I was actually ready to come back and play, but uh, the wider stuff, uh, they actually canceled my plans, but I'm probably, I'm probably, I would say kind of sad about it because I was ready to go, you know, ready to get back on with the boys, but, you know, happen what happened, so maybe next year, I hope so. Well, let me, now you were in Detroit, when the season is put on pause, did you go? I, I, did you go back to Grand Rapids where you have an apartment? Did you stay in Detroit? How did that play out for you? Because I know now you're back in the Czech Republic. Yeah, no, I stayed the whole time in Detroit. I was staying with my friend Tom, and, and then I went to the Czech Republic back home. So I was kind of hoping that the things will be better there when I was there, but it didn't go as we planned. So I'm just right now. I'm back in back home in Czech Republic. How long did it take for you to get back? I mean, did you wait it out for a couple of weeks, or did the Red Wings tell you rather rather quickly that, hey, Phil, you can go back to the Czech Republic if you want? Well, we waited a little bit to know a little bit more information without, you know, what was going on. But then uh, all of a sudden, I don't know who said that. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe... Mr. Eiserman, he said that I would say that we can go home. All of all of those guys from uh, you know back on uh, like behind the ocean, that we can fly home. So we just you know decided with Heroni that we taking the first flight and fly home. When you got home, um, was it different being back home? I know it's different. Obviously, it's a different country, different culture. But the way the pandemic was in the Czech Republic compared to what you were seeing here in North America. Or were was everybody at that point social distancing, staying away from each other? Yeah, I think it was pretty same like there, and uh, it's actually it's getting way better than it was. So I'm glad for it. And then like you know, I would say like when I get back home, it was still we had to stay at home for two weeks, which was crazy. I couldn't even you know stay at home because I always like to do something, but. I had to, and it was always like you have to, you had to like wear the mask around your mouth and around your face, and you can you couldn't go like your visit your uh, like grandparents or something. You just had to stay away from you know other people. But right now it's getting better, so I think that things coming as usual. So when you were when you had a quarantine, were you by yourself or could you were you staying with your parents? No, I was there with my parents, so they were they were with me the whole time, so they didn't go anywhere without me, so they had to stay here for two weeks with me, so I mean, it was actually fine to be with them again. When, when you left, did the Red Wings give you a routine or a workout or something they wanted you to do 
uh, based on how much you could do because we're in the middle of a pandemic? Yeah, I mean, our trainer, he sent us a couple of the workouts that we we're supposed to do without, you know, any weights because we are not allowed to, to go to the gym. So uh, we had some stuff to do, what we are able to do at home without, you know, any weights or something like that. So I was doing, uh, I was in stuff what he, he sent us. Now, uh, you, know, uh, you, know, you know I'm in love with your shot. You know that. And <laughs> I'm just... I'm Thank just, you. Yeah, well, I'm just kind of curious... Do you work on that? I mean, have uh, you know? Are you uh, you know downstairs or wherever in the garage or wherever in your parents' house? And are you shooting pucks every day? Are you able to do that even though you you probably don't have ice? Yeah, I am able to do that. I got the net behind behind the house and uh, at the garden we have like some a little bit more space where I can shoot the puck. So, but I gotta be careful if I hit the if I hit the poles or miss the net, our neighbor they wouldn't be happy to have the puck in, the, in their in their wall, so. <laughs> have, have, have you done some damage to the neighbor's house? Yeah, I did, I did, I did, but, you know, they were, they were nice to me, and they, you know, they understand that, so they understood that before, and they are still, still understanding that, so I'm glad for it. So, well, so they get, they understand you're a professional hockey player, this is what you do, so, so, yeah. so they're willing to cut you a little bit of slack. Exactly. Well, that's well, I'm glad. I'm, well, they should. Uh, uh, now, uh, how you, you said it's a little different. You know, here in the United States, unfortunately, we're experiencing spikes in different parts of the country. So I don't know how it's going to play out here. What is the situation for you uh, right now in the Czech Republic? Right now in the Czech Republic, it's actually coming back to usual, I would say. It's still kind of like you can go, I don't know, to have a party with uh, over 50 people. You got to still be careful around like who are you talking to or where you where you go in. But I think you can go to restaurant. You can, you can sit, you know, outside of the restaurant, have a beer, you know, have a dinner. So it's actually it's actually not that bad here. It's actually like usual. So it's it's not my here. Have you, do, now do you have to wear a mask or is that optional or do you wear a mask? Well, uh, you don't have to wear it outside, but if you come in uh, like into the store to buy groceries, you have to wear it. Like, I mean, everywhere you go inside, you got to wear it. Yeah, that's pretty similar to here then. I mean, it's, it's sort of, yeah. like, you know, I, I mean, when I go out, if I'm in my car driving someplace, I don't have a mask on, but if I exactly. go into a place of business, I, I, I do put it on. So, yeah, um, exactly. You, you know, hey, I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, you, you, we have to do what we have to do. Um, has it opened up? Are you able to get ice? Have you been able to skate? Yeah, I've been skating quite a bit. I would say maybe two, three times a week right now. So I'm actually happy for that that I could do that because if I would have if I would be without the ice for like next two months I would probably do bad things to myself so because I miss being on the ice for sure how long how long have the the rinks been open or how long have you been able to skate uh, around the month right now I would say maybe month and something now are there other players NHL uh, caliber players uh, from the Czech Republic that you're working out with, or are these pretty much solo uh, efforts by you? Uh, I'm going on the ice with uh, Phil, with Phil Hronak. We are skating together, doing some uh, some fun stuff together on the ice. So uh, it's, it's more like 
It's more like with the just the just the players from the Czech Republic and and NFL. Uh, so, uh, so obviously you and uh, you and Philip Horonic are, are are really uh, close buddies and close friends and countrymen. Uh, what is how how beneficial is that for you to have somebody a teammate like 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 Phil to uh, to work out with? It's great. I mean, he's a good person. He's a nice. He's nice guys to me. He's nice. He's nice guy to me. So uh, I like to I like to talk to him. Like to spend time with him uh, on the ice of the ice. So uh, it's great to have him that close. He lives literally like what twenty five minutes away. So uh, it's nice to have him here. Now, have you had much contact with the Red Wings, with Red Wings personnel? I mean, I, I don't know if Yuri Fisher, who is also from the Czech Republic, is doing much traveling uh, at this point, but uh, have they been in contact with you? Do they check in with you? Yeah, I mean, right by the end of the season, we talked to Jeff, uh, Jeff Blashill, and then uh, once in a once in a three weeks, Croner calling us, uh, how we doing, and uh, any new updates about workouts and going on the ice so i'm uh, in touch with Cronin a lot right now and what now does he is he is he coaching you is he telling you what to do or is he more just wants to know just how you're doing yeah he's he's just more asking how am i doing and then uh, what are I, what am i actually doing doing like off the ice and on the ice as well so he's uh, he's getting information from me <laughs> Now, if you, now if you're back home and you're with your parents, I mean, it, has it been difficult for you not to, uh, you know, eat a lot of mom's home cooking or anything? I mean, is it difficult to stay in shape, or do you have a nice routine where you're working out all the time? No, it's not that hard. I would say, um, like, I don't have a diet, but I'm strict with my with my uh, my food. What am I eating uh, every day? You know, because I'm working out, so I gotta be gotta be more. Like careful what am I eating during the day, during the month. So uh, my mom, she's cooking really good. And obviously my girlfriend, she does that too. So, uh, you know, I got two people, I got two people who's taking care of me really well about this. Now, you know, I have never been to the Czech Republic. I would love to go to the Czech Republic. Yeah, you should, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, uh, well, invite me over there during the off season. And I'll be banging on your door uh, quicker than you probably can get back. Uh, uh, but, with, but with that said, I mean, is there fast food there or is it a lot of or, uh, you know, I, I, I know that it's, you know, a very advanced country. I don't mean it quite like that. But are there a lot of temptations for you to you know go to uh you know a fast food place or anything well we obviously have like uh kft burger king mcdonald's and stuff you know it's literally everywhere i would say in every single town you have uh one of one of these so but obviously you can you can go to the restaurant or if you want to just like really fast food you can ask for chinese food you, you just go to the shopping mall and then you just you know you literally find everything you want there. Are you much of a cook? Are you like, uh, you know, are you doing the great American pastime and barbecuing and all that stuff? Well, yeah, we do. We do a barbecue with my dad and then uh, he does all the things like burgers and steaks and uh, salmons, uh, salmons as well. So, I mean, uh, we like to do barbecue and uh, it's actually really, really good. Well, that's good because you know I care about you a lot, so I'm glad to see that you're doing well and uh, that uh, that everything is on the up and up. Let's uh, let, let's get to to the hockey season. You know, 
it was uh, a little over two years ago that I interviewed you for the first time. The first time you were on the podcast, it was uh, uh, at the American Airlines Arena in Dallas where you were drafted by the Red Wings at number six. Uh, I was ecstatic. I know you've seen the video of me when uh, the Red Wings called you. Uh, I could not contain my enthusiasm. Um, From that point to where you are today, uh, what what has this journey been like for you the last couple of years? Uh, It's tough to say. It has been a lot. I mean, it was uh, ups and downs for sure during uh, during the last two years, but... uh, I'm glad for every single year I spent with the Detroit organization, and, and it was it was it was uh, learning. It was uh, how to it was kind of how to be how to be a professional player, how to be in a player in North America, how to do you know all those stuff off the ice and especially on the ice uh, to adjust for uh, the hockey, the pro hockey against the best players in the in the world. So I would say it liked it. I like those two years. What I what I've done. What I uh, how I improved my uh, myself uh, on the ice. And then, uh, it was I would say it was a lot, but uh, I'm glad for every second I spent there. Well, you know, I, I think the thing that really impressed people about you was is that you know obviously you wanted to make the Red Wings your first year. Uh, you know, certainly a, a number one pick, sixth overall in the league. You had such a great. Uh, a great uh, junior season uh, in the Quebec League with Halifax, but you didn't sulk. You know, you didn't. You never felt sorry for yourself. You knew you had a job to do, and you went out and did it. I know you said it was difficult, but was there certain people that you leaned on? Were there teammates? Did you call back home to your father, who's a coach and a former player himself? Uh, that transition. How did you get through a very difficult time for you? Well, it was. Uh, I knew. It's not the end of the world when they send me down to, you know, AHL to the Grand Rapids. I knew that we had a good coaching staff there, a good, uh, good, you know, group of the boys. We had a good team. I had a couple, couple of chick, chick buddies there, so it was, it was nice. It was, uh, it wasn't that hard for me to be there. But obviously, I was kind of disappointed, disappointed in myself that, you know, I was sent down. But it's, it's part of the hockey life, right? I mean. Mm-hmm. Just those, you know, very special players is Matthews, McDavid, and those guys. They make, uh, they made uh, the team right away. But uh, some of the guys like I am, and uh, you know, the others, uh, you know, we have a different way to make the NHL. So uh, it's, it's just, it's about the time. It's you know, it's nothing is right away, but uh, it's all about the time. And, and if you are patient and you love. To play hockey it doesn't matter where you make it the NHL you know next year and or in two years so it's it doesn't well, really matter well you know I, I mean I know I told you this and I've told several of the Red Wing players I think you have the best shot on the team right now and I know that <laughs> uh, you know that that, that 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 motivates Anthony Mantha I'm sure it does the the BT yeah has well. <laughs> a, a pretty good shot himself yeah uh, but but with but with that said you know you have the shot so when you're down in GR, what do what specifically did you think you had to work on? Uh, how different of a player are you now than you were two years ago when I first talked to you? Mm, I don't know. To be honest, I I would say I just uh, I I'm stronger right now than I was obviously when I get drafted and 
and you maybe even even faster and then like i i knew how to figure it out myself on the ice i knew, i knew what to do you know just to keep it simple and uh play play giving go and uh, not just do it all by myself so uh it helped me a lot to have you know to use my teammates line mates and, uh, and uh, make the game you know way easier for myself than i than i was kind of used to from uh from the chl or when i was playing back here so uh i think i would just you know i was i'm just being smarter than i was and more experienced than i was right i mean nothing beats experience and i mean the more you play obviously exactly. you know yeah. definitely the better you get uh when you you uh, uh when you start this the second year i know again your goal is to make the red wings uh but were you encouraged because even though you were sent back there seemed to be a feeling in the organization that Phil is really, really close. I mean, Zadina is starting to show, starting to acclimate his game to the NHL style of hockey. I mean, did you feel that way too? Meaning that you knew it was just a matter of time before you were actually in Detroit. Um, you know, it was the same. It was the same like first year I was sent down, but uh, like I knew I'm a better player than I was. So I was, uh, I was again disappointed, but I knew I'm closer than I was than the first year. And I just knew like I gotta work hard and uh, do the things I did and uh, just just be a better player. And uh, you know they will notice it, and then uh, I will get a chance. And all of a sudden, you know, I did the right things on the ice. I I, uh, I did I did my best, and then I got called up, and I was the happiest guy in the world. You know, I, I, I'm kind of curious when, you know, everyone's looking, you know, is Adina, you know, you get, you get your nine-day game call-up. And, you know, guys like me and everyone is focused on Zadina's nine games, Zadina's nine games. When you come up and you know that because they don't want your contract to kick in and, and lose a year uh, on your entry-level deal, so you can only play nine games, uh, was there a lot of pressure on you or... You know, you're where you want to be, which is in the NHL. What was your mindset when you came up for those nine games? Well, I would say my mindset was uh, just the enjoy the time there, to get the most, you know, get the most from uh, from it, and uh, you know, learn the stuff from uh, the best players from the team. And then, you know, I was watching those guys at the practice of the game. You know what they what they were doing off the ice, and then. I was just trying to enjoy myself there and, uh, you know, I just realized I was playing the NHL that I was the whole time dreaming about. So I was, I was glad for it. And then I just, uh, I just knew what I got, what I, what I got to do better to, to save the team. When you go, you know, in those nine games, you had three points, you were a minus five. And let's be honest, the Red Wings are, you know, are struggling right now in a rebuild mode. So minus five isn't bad. Uh, it, in nine games, uh, what did you learn in those nine games? Did you did you feel confident after that? Because you knew you were going back, you understood that. But were you happy with those nine games? Well, I mean, the first couple of the games was uh, they were hard. They were something I've never experienced it before. Uh, I've never faced it before, so I was. It was hard, but then I just kind of started realizing what I gotta do, you know, to stay with the with the line I'm I am with, and uh, to have the chances to have a puck on my stick and to you know to maybe score a goal. So uh, 
I had to I had to be better player, quicker player, and stronger player to get to get the chances at least on the ice. So uh, and then when I went back to GR, I just knew what I gotta do, and I was trying to do it. I was trying to you know be a better player, and uh, and I think I did it. And then why I played better than you know I played at the beginning of the season. Well, this season when you start in GR, you play 21 games. You had 16 points, nine goals, seven assists, uh, and you come to Detroit. And, you, you know, it starts off a little bit slowly, but towards the end, before you injured yourself, uh, you were really starting to get it. You had 15 points in 28 games. I don't know what it was. You know, I, I knew I'm going off the top of my head, but you had a whole bunch of points just before you got hurt. 15 points minus 13, two penalty minutes. What clicked for you uh, as the season progressed here in Detroit? Because you were really starting to be uh, that marksman, that complete hockey player that we all know you are. I don't know to be honest. I just, just, I was just talking to myself that uh, it's just the hockey, and you know how to play this game. Just, just be yourself and uh, do the best you can on the ice every single shift. And, and I think I, I've done it, and that's, uh, that's why I get, I was getting those rewarded as a goal or assist or even uh, the bigger ice time on the ice. So, uh, I mean, just, just, I was just trying, I was just trying to be myself and uh, do the best on the ice. Do you? Do you know when you're in a, a bit of a goal-scoring groove? Uh, I mean, you score goals, you know. I don't even think you score goals in bunches. You're more a consistent goal scorer. You pretty much can score every single game. I mean, that's how good your, your, your shot is. But did you feel it when you were in Detroit and that puck started to go into the net, that you were, you were starting to reach your comfort level? And I know that's a bad word to say to a professional athlete because you're never comfortable. I understand that but that you were reaching a, a bit of a zone that, you know, the game was starting to come to you a little easier than maybe in the beginning. Yeah, I would say that too. It's always it's always way easier, you know, when you have the feeling you're, you're doing a good job and you're doing, like, everything you can. Everything you can uh, on the ice and you're just doing, you know, the right thing and you have the puck, you have, you have the time on the ice, you know, no one like nobody's around you so you have the time to shoot the puck and then you just realize you know you just just got to go in nhl and then or you won the game in the nhl and that's that's probably the best feeling feeling i you know i've ever had so you know i, I want to go back i i want to go back to the two uh 2018 world junior championship you know maybe you're coming out party eight points in seven games uh you know, you were a plus four player. Uh, after that, how much did your life change? Because you were really racking up points, obviously, in, uh, uh, in Halifax, too. But, um, you know, when you were on that international stage and all the hockey world is watching you and you perform at such a high level, uh, supremely confident, uh, did your life change based on that one world junior performance? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I had a really good year there. Uh, we had a really good team, and uh, I was playing with, uh, with Martin Natchez, who's playing in Carolina right now, and he's he's a really good player, as, uh, as everyone can see. So, I mean, uh, we played together, and uh, we always knew kind of like how to play with each other. So, we had a good time there, and that's uh, that's why I had, like, 
I don't know, eight points or something. And then, then I kind of like said, you know, you can play against against really good guys, so why you can just play against the best guys in the world, so. Yeah, because I can. Re I mean, I remember watching you in that World Junior, and again, you know, as I said, and I, I don't want to keep belaboring this, Phil, but you know, I, I mean, your shot is just, is just totally incredible. Uh, I know I've asked you this before, but I, let, let's get to it. I mean, was that just something that you worked on, or the first time you decided, or you know, your dad put you on the ice, uh, uh, and, and wants to see what his son, uh, what kind of hockey player his son can be? Did you have that shot? from day one or was that something that you've cultivated over years of practice well i don't even know i mean i always had a better shot but not uh i mean i have a good shot not the best shot i would say i'm still trying to improve my shot obviously but uh i always kind of knew like where to shoot the puck or how to shoot the puck so to you know to score the goal so i mean i was kind of like I probably was born with, uh, you know, with the feeling where I'm supposed to be to get the puck uh, at the right place and then just, just put it in there. You know, when you have a little kid come up to you and go, Mr. Zadina, uh, you know, I, I consider myself a good goal scorer. Uh, you know, uh, what is the key to scoring goals? Obviously, placement of the shot, but is it the release? I mean, you have to get that puck off as soon as it hits your stick because the goaltenders are so good today that if, if, if you hesitate... <laughs> chances are they're going to stop it. Uh, sorry, I just... Uh, uh, well, you have to work on it, obviously, and then you got to just... I don't know. You got to... You have to born with that for sure, but that's just probably the half half of it. But the second half, you got you to gotta work on it and you got to... You gotta be strong with, uh, you know, with your arms and then even like your core stuff, and you just gotta, you just gotta work on it. Like everything, you know, on the ice. If you wanna be a skater, you gotta skate a lot. If you wanna be a good shooter, you gotta shoot a lot. So, so when you do that, but it, I, I guess the key is, is that you just get it off so quickly. I mean, is in that uh, that in itself is a skill. I mean, would you say that the the aspect not only is your shot hard and accurate, but you're able to get it off in a small amount of space. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I was. That's what I was trying. You know, that's what I was learning from uh, from those guys when I spent there my uh, ninth game, uh, nine games there. And uh, it's uh, it's the hardest. You know, it's hardest. To, it's the hardest part on uh, how to shoot the puck in the NHL because you have no time, no space. You know, to just handle the puck and stay handling and then shoot it, and then you just just get it and you gotta get it away from your like not get put it away, but you just pass it or shoot it right away so you have like let's say one second to think of something and do it so what, 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 what red wings have you relied on or who have given you you know the most advice i mean do you look at other goal scorers on the team uh do you or is it just like more of a collective i mean you're all professional athletes you're all detroit red wings i mean how has it been acclimating yourself into that room and then getting pointers from the fellas well, I was always looking up to uh, Larks and uh, Mole and those guys. And when Mosmanik was there, I was uh, looking up to those guys. And obviously, like, uh, not just when not like before I was drafted, I was, I was looking up for, uh, you know, Patrick Kane and those, like, really, really good players. So I would just kind of like, I was watching them and I was trying to learn something from them. And, and I think uh, I learned how to how to be a better player. I, I mean, how to shoot the puck better and be a better player, obviously. You know, I'm really kind of curious because, 
Uh, when you look at the Red Wings right now, and it, it appears that they have a top line set up with, uh, with uh, Anthony Mantha, uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, and Dylan Larkin. And yet, it's pretty wide open from here on out. Although, uh, I have you definitely penciled in on the Red Wing lineup in the top six. How do you view this upcoming season? Uh, you know, the opportunity to present yourself where you know you're going to be on the power play unit. I, I think you should be on first power play unit, but I'm not Jeff Blaschel. But, but with that said, I, I mean, you know, you're, you know you're going to get power play time for sure. But being on, at least at the beginning of the season, on that second line, I mean, do you, I, I, I guess you must be chomping at the bit. What I'm leading to here, Phil, is that you can't wait to get back on the ice because you know that uh, you have a great opportunity with the Red Wings. Well, uh, it's it's not 100% right. I mean, I still have to be a good player, better than I was last year, and, and, and I think I'm uh, going towards my goal. I set it up, uh, I set it up last year uh, by the end of the season. So I mean, uh, I would I would be happy with that top six players for sure. But you know, we'll see what's, what's gonna happen, and then. Uh, I'll do I'll do my best and I'll do anything I can to you know to be in uh, in those top six players and uh, on the team. But uh, it's uh, it's all it's all in the future right now. And, and but I would love that for sure and I'll do anything for it. Well, yeah, I I, I mean I know it's your goal. I, I you know you can't sit here and constantly say how great you are. I understand that. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you're pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, give, I'll say that about you. Uh, with all that Thank said. You. When you look at when you look at it, do you have any kind of idea when you'll be back in Detroit? When you'll be back on the ice? I mean, because your layoff, uh, unfortunately, and nobody really knows, could you could not be back on the ice or at least with your team for a solid ten months or so. I know it's crazy, but uh, I think no one knows right right now at this time what's uh, what's gonna happen in two months. So if the you know season even started again uh, and play play out the playoffs, but uh, I would love to be there as soon as possible. But I don't know if it's it's gonna be possible, right? If I'll be able to go there and then uh, be with the team, or when we even start being uh, on the ice as a, as as a group, but. I would be there if I could fly tomorrow. I would do that for sure. But you know, it's not up to me right now. You know, I, I mean, how difficult is it? I know you've got Heronic there and uh, Philip, and and you guys are tight. There's other NHL players uh, from the Czech Republic, and I mean, you can simulate some stuff. But how difficult is it for you to keep your competitive edge when you're home? You're at a, you know, you have a comfort level, obviously, being back home in the Czech Republic. Uh, is, is it difficult? not being able to be with your team well it is obviously because uh i was there like what over the half of the season with uh with detroit i mean with those guys and i loved it i would you know i would love to spend uh every single day with them because uh it's, it's my dream and, and i just loved it to be there so uh, I'm kind of sad about it, but you know, as as soon as they open the borders and I will be able to be on the ice as a team, I'm just you know taking my ass back to Detroit, baby. So I'm kind of curious. I mean, obviously your general manager Steve Eiserman is a Red Wing legend. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, do you have much contact with him because he's he's there all the time. He's pretty accessible. Have you been able to develop a, a bit of a relationship with him? 
You mean uh, during this time right now, or uh, during well, the season? during this time, and, and, and I, you know, last season too. I mean, I, you know, I, I would imagine, you know, it's his first year. He's trying to get to know the organization. Were you able to get some, you know, some, you know, for lack of a better term, alone time with him, and you know, kind of, you know, pick his brain a little bit and see what he's thinking? Yeah, well, during the season, he was he was the whole time in the room, so he was talking to me, you know after the game or uh, you know before the practice or before the game so he was he was there a lot but right now it's uh he probably has uh he has uh, a lot a lot of stuff to do so he's kind of busy right now i would say you know i understand the first rule in hockey what goes on in the room stays in the room but can you share any of your conversations with him or what what is is he encouraging you is he telling you to work on stuff i i mean what what what, what were those conversations like uh, this conversation, I would say, uh, he's always trying to help me. He's uh, he's uh, telling me the stuff what I gotta do better on the ice, and uh, and uh, he's telling me a lot like uh, be in the gym, work on yourself, and uh, get stronger or faster. But obviously, I wanna do so. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's trying to help me for sure. Well, you know, uh, I I've talked to you. You know, uh, uh, Andrew Bossman Kristoff, obviously uh, from the Red Wings, yeah. and he. Uh, you know, I, I just found out you have an Instagram account, so I'm starting to follow you now. And he says, "Nice, that, thank you." Yes, well, you know, that's a, you know, that's the least I can do. Uh, but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that he tells me. I told him, I said, "Hey, you know, I'm talking to the, you know, you know, we call you the Phil." I said, "I'm going to talk to the yeah. Phil today on the uh, 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 on the Red and White Authority," and he's all psyched up about it. And he says, "Zan, if you checked out his Instagram account, I mean, he." He is looking buff. I mean, he looks like a man now. He's really put on weight. Have you been really hitting the weights? Are you, uh, I, I don't think you're heavier, but are you toned? Have you put on some muscle mass? I would say definitely maybe uh, two, two, two and a half kilos of uh, muscles, I would say right now. And uh, I feel really good. I have a good trainer with me right now. And uh, I'm, I'm glad for the time actually I can spend in the gym and uh, I couldn't do that like you know two uh, past two years because it was kind of really busy uh, for me you know the draft and the year after I uh, I had to I had to go to Detroit you know to train there but right now I like what I, I have been working out for almost three months right now in the gym and uh, running outside so I feel really good well you know uh, I mean God bless you I know you said what two and a half kilos but remember you're talking to a largely American audience what? I know. So what? How many pounds it, is that? <laughs> well, I would say maybe five, six pounds. But and it's muscle mass. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, yeah. It's like maybe five. Yeah. All right. So well, that's good. I mean, I, I, I'm glad yeah. to. Uh, I, I'm glad that that's uh, that that's uh, that that's working out uh, with. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, Phil. Let, let's wrap it up. What, what you know, your goals for this upcoming season, whenever that starts, probably January 2021, maybe late December 2020. It's going to be a compressed schedule. Uh, as you enter this, uh, your next season, uh, what do you hope to accomplish? Where do you hope to be? Well, I hope to be in the first team from uh, from the start of the season and then stay with them for the whole season. I would say that's it's my biggest goal right now to make the team and, and uh, do my best there uh, when you make the team uh, and, and you make it into the NHL I mean most guys that like you I mean 
you're there once you make it you're there to stay i mean your goal is is that you know as much as you like grand rapids and it is a nice place to play uh definitely yeah you you, you know you make the team uh you're not looking back right yeah i would say yes that's good i'm glad to hear it so uh, <laughs> uh how many times do you shoot the puck to, puck a day Back a day, just just once, because I have blisters all over my hands, so I can't do that more than once, because I, you know, I'm trying to shoot the puck like around with, I don't know, a lot of pucks, but then I kind of feel tired, and I'm just like, okay, let's do it tomorrow. Really? So okay, well, because you know, you know, you you know, shooting the puck. I mean, do you do you, you know? Do you have a sweet spot, or you can pretty much score from anywhere on the ice if you want to? Well, I would love to, but it's it's hard, you know. The goalies are really good, defensemen, and even like the forwards coming back to the D zone. But uh, I mean, if I shoot a puck, you know, I can score. Well, you definitely can score, and uh, I'll tell you what. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing you, uh, you know, in the red and white uh, for for a long, long time to come. Uh, I appreciate you joining us from the Czech Republic. I'm glad that you and your family and everyone is. Uh, is safe and healthy and uh, uh, if people want to follow you on Instagram what what is your uh, Instagram I, I don't know handle account uh, is it just basically Philip Zadina or is there something yeah it's Philip Zadina no it's Philip Zadina it's Philip Zadina do you like doing the Instagram well I mean it's uh, it's it's cool stuff to have it you know you can follow the people and uh, just be just be in, uh, in the social media and you know you know what's going on do you do you do TikTok at all or whatever that thing is? No, 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 no. I've just uh, I just saw a couple of the TikToks on 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 Instagram. So, but no, I don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. So you so so, so uh, I, I'm sure you're a, a mean dancer when you want to be, but you're not doing anything like that. No, no, I'm not. I'm not this type of the person who would do that. No, really. Well, you, you know, maybe. Well, maybe someday. Maybe you can grow into it. Yeah, maybe I will someday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Philip right. uh, uh, Zadina, you know you're you're a good guy. I know I'm I'm razzing you. I'm getting goofy here towards the end of it, but uh, but uh, I really do appreciate your time. I look forward to actually seeing you in person. I really, as I said, look forward to you being a Red Wing and, and playing in Detroit for very very uh, for very many years and being a, a very impact player for this organization. So uh, thank you. Stay healthy, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you, Philip. Yeah. Thank you so much, you too. Take care.